is continuing in the second parak of Chala. Today we learn Zion and Ches. So here we are at Mishnah 7. Now yesterday, Mishnah 6, we talked about the shear, the size, the minimum size of a dough to be obligated in the mitzvah of separating Chala. And that was 5 fourths, 1.25 kav. Now Mishnah Zion reads, shear ha meaning the shear of the chala itself, the piece removed from the dough, echad me'esrim ve'arba, it's one out of 24. The Bartner here explains, based on Chazal, that less than this is not called a nitina, or a matana, and therefore wouldn't be good enough, because the Torah says, tzinit titnu, you're commanded to give it to the kohanim, so it has to be enough to be a significant gift not just a little a little bit. Now, in current practice, we do take just a little itty bit because it's going to be burnt anyway as chala temeya because ourselves and the kohanim are temeim, so it wouldn't serve much of a purpose to give him something tame that he cannot eat. So since we're burning it anyway, we just do separate a tiny bit. But coming up soon, Bezrat Hashem, we're going to have a Beit HaMikdash this year. And we're going to be holding by Tuma and Tahira, and we'll be making our Hala and Tahira, and we'll be giving the minimum shear one out of 24. Now the Mishnah continues, Ose Isa La'atzmo, Ose the Mishnah Beno, Echad Me'esrim Ve'arba. It says, if you're making the dough just for yourself, like for your own family, or you're making it for the Mishnah Beno, is the Simcha, the, the, the feast of your son, like a wedding feast, a bar mitzvah, something where you're inviting a lot of people, since it's still a dough for private use, the shear is still 1 out of 24. However, Nachtom, a baker, a professional in the business of baking, Shehu Ose Lim Korbashok, he's making it to sell in the market. Vechena Isha, or even a woman in her own kitchen, she Ose Lim Korbashok, but she's making commercial sizes of dough that she wants to sell in the market. Echem Arbaim Ushmona, it's 1 out of 48. Now, the reason here, Bartner explains, is if you're making a larger amount, a commercial amount to sell, then typically there's a lot more dough to start with. So even if you give the Kohen 1 out of 48, it's still a significant matana. It still satisfies the requirements of titnu. So even if it, they're actually selling a small amount, since normally what's sold is prepared in a large amount, it's still a significant gift, and it could be 1 out of 48 instead of 1 out of 24. The Mishnah explains, Nitmate Isota, if the dough Nebuch got contaminated, it got Tame, as I just mentioned, we're all Tame today. Shogeget Oanusa, and this was an accident, or it was, you know, by force, you know, the, the Sheretz uh, fell onto the dough and died. Echad Merbaim Ushmanes. So you only have to separate one out of 48 because it's Tame anyway. Nitmate Mezida, if he uh, got contaminated on purpose, so if he contaminated it on purpose, which is really not supposed to be done, then they would still have to take one out of 24th for the chala, so they're not gaining by contaminating the dough of having, you know, having to give less to the Kohen. Mishnaches, Rabbi Eliezer Omer, He says you could take chala, from something tahor, not contaminated, onto a tame dough, to exempt a tame dough from the requirement. Ketzad, how do you do it? Because the issue here is you need minimukaf. You need them close together and even touching, but
but you can't touch your tahor to your tame because then you make your tahor tame, and that defeats the purpose. So Ketzad, so what does Rabbi Lazar say we should do? Isa tzahorav, isa tzameya, you take the pure dough and the impure dough, no tel kadei chala, misa shalohor machalata. You're taking enough chala, enough chala for both of them, and you take it from the dough that has not yet had chala separated, because if you're taking it from a tahor dough that already had chala separated, well, then you can't turn around and use it as chala for something else. So it's both of them, both of them need hafrashas chala. And you make like a little bridge out of dough, but the dough has to be a small size, less than a beitza. So now you're taking challah from something that's joined. You're basically, you're putting the challah in the middle, you know, next to this, this bridge of, of a small bridge, you know, less than a beitza bridge uh, that will connect them in a sense. So the... The tahor dough is touching this little bridge, which is then touching the tame dough. So how does that help? Because this this little bridge is less than a beitza, so even though when it touches the tame dough, it receives tuma, receives ritual impurity, but since it's less than a beitza, it cannot transfer impurity to other foods. So even if it gets tame from the tame dough, it doesn't give that tuma to the tahor dough, so this is Rabbi Lezer's solution for minamukaf for putting them together. Now, you might ask a couple days ago, we learned in Mishnah Dala that Rabbi Lezer would say, even if you put them in a basket together, it might be good enough for minamukaf. I don't yet have a good answer, but it could be that, you know, that was Bidyevid after you cooked them in the oven and you're putting all the, the baked breads together in a basket. That would be good enough for minamukaf if you still need to separate challah. And here, lechatrila, we're separating it from the dough. And how do you get the doughs to be touching and be together? Well, you got to use this bridge so you don't transfer the tuma. The Mishnah concludes, Chachamim Osim. The Chachamim say, no, you should not separate from Tahor on Ditame. We're worried that in the process, it's gonna, something's going to touch something directly. Someone's going to get tuma, and you're going to end up being Metame the Tahor dough. So don't try this at home, kids. Have a great day.